0: Luis and I and the team have set up a charity program that's called Ignite. We are trying to fund and support careers in motorsport for underprivileged children from a diverse background, and we have funded the charity with a couple of million pounds.
1: Hello and welcome. Today, I'm thrilled to be talking to my dear friend Toto Wolf. Toto is an Austrian-born former racing driver who still dedicates his time to motorsport, and he doesn't like if I say he's a racing driver because his real passion is also into finance and business. So, he became the team principal and CEO of Mercedes-AMG Petronas F1 I worked with him for a couple of times, so he used to be my boss. Now I'm back into his office and we're talking about his career. We're talking about how he likes watches, about his special edition. And Thursday the 30th, which is yesterday, if you're listening today, um, the auction of a special watch is starting and you can bid on one special edition Toto Wolf X IWC. You're going to like it. It's a really nice watch. And I'm looking forward to this episode of Partners in Time. Hey, Toto, what a pleasure to have you on Partners in Time. How are you?
0: I'm good, Paul, and you?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm all right. I want to talk about watches in a little bit. But first of all, I have a couple of questions about your job. So what's a typical, what, what, how would you introduce yourself? What, what's your occupation as of now?
0: My occupation is that I'm the team principal, the chief executive officer of the Mercedes Formula One team and uh, co-owner.
1: What do you do in twenty four hours like what's a typical work day? Where is your office for example? Well
0: my office is in brackley but I do travel a lot it's twenty two Grand Prix race weekends that generally go from Thursday until Sunday but I try to spend as much time possible in the in the factory having a thousand people that work on the chassis side and a thousand people on the engine side and therefore it's important to be to spend as much time as possible there
1: How did you get like we're not Exactly at the office, but how did you? How do you get to work? What's what's the typical commute?
0: Well, the typical commute commute is uh, like anybody else. I take the car. I drive twenty five minutes from Oxford to Brackley, and if I'm not in the UK, I commute by airplane.
1: That's kind of nice. So um, you you kind of could you say you put your passion into your workplace? Are you passionate about motorsport?
0: I've been passionate about motorsport since since I was 18. Um, I was a driver and then switched on to the dark side of the sport into finance and then um, started to buy shares in, in racing teams and ended up in Mercedes here running it.
1: And we're talking, 18 is a little late, so it probably started early, right? So so when was, when was the first contact in your life with motorsport? When was the first time you remember anything about racing?
0: Well, that's unfortunately the truth that I only got in touch when I was 18. I wasn't aware that there was a possibility of go-karting. Neither did we have the financial means. So it was literally by visiting a friend by sheer coincidence uh, on the Nürburgring, he was racing in junior formula and seeing him compete. And this is when the, when the fire was ignited. So very, very late.
1: It is kind of late, right? So so normally you kind of see it at the age of eight or nine or your parents bring you in. Is that why the passion lasts so long in your life? Because it started a little later or? I don't know.
0: I think that for making it as a Formula One driver or to become a, a champion, you definitely need to start earlier. And this is what I what I realized at the age of 22 or 23 when I decided to pursue another career, but it gets younger and younger. I have a five-year-old son
1: and he's, he's in go-karts. And what w- do you, because a lot of people want to put like, they want to fulfill their passion into some sort of work thing as well as they, was it your dream? Would you consider that as a dream or or did it start being a dream? Was it, was it your dream being a driver maybe? And you kind of, cause we've had some talks about this. Did you make your dream come true?
0: When you're a driver, you, you, you love the driving and that hasn't changed and your dream obviously is to make it all the way into formula 1 and um, become a become a world champion but then i changed perspective and for quite some while i wasn't really interested in the racing side it was more venture capital and private equity and um, at a certain stage in my life then racing kind of appeared again and i competed as a hobby in some of uh, in some gt races and I uh, enjoyed it, but this was never again uh, like a pro- professional pursuit of a career. It's like somebody else goes uh, for tennis or golfing. And then the door opened into the world of Formula One. And this is when I combined my two passion and that is finance and racing. And here I am, and I enjoy almost every
1: day. If you have to decide, is it 50-50? finance and motorsport or racing, or is one leading a little bit regarding your passion?
0: If you would have asked me 10 years ago, it would have definitely been finance because that's the real world. But today, racing and the results are everything. The stopwatch generally never lies. And if you're successful on track, you're going to be successful commercially. And that's why um, I take so much pleasure in running the team.
1: What's been your biggest success in business first?
0: I don't think I can would really pick one big success because there were successes all along my career. And what happened to be a big financial success when I was 30 would have not been a big financial success now when I'm 50. So I have great memories for many of the years of milestones that I achieved. But the truth is I'm in my 50th chapter of my book and the 30th chapter was great too.
1: Are you still hungry?
0: Hungry. Every day oh. I wake up. I wake up hungry. Because my ambition hasn't changed. Maybe my priorities, once you're being a father, have shifted slightly. But it didn't change anything on my energy levels and my motivation to pursue my dreams.
1: And how about personal life? What, What would you say is the biggest success you made in your personal life?
0: My biggest success is definitely my marriage. I'm lucky to be married to my best friend my wife, and I couldn't wish definitely for any better relationship. I cannot imagine having a better relationship. And obviously, my three kids, they're also very different, each with their own personality and character. And spending time with my wife and my kids is just the best moments.
1: One of the questions I ask every guest of this podcast is, what would you do if you would had more time on your hand? Like the day has six extra hours, or the week has an extra day, or the month has an extra week what's the first thing that comes to your mind what how would you spend the extra time you would earn if somebody gives it to you
0: definitely know that the extra time i would like to have it in the night because i'm a late worker okay i'm a night owl and if i could have like two hours more between one and three i would definitely work these two hours and then extend my sleep more into Ah. into the day
1: how much did you sleep tonight do you know that are you tracking it
0: Yes, because I'm regimented and disciplined about my sleep. I often go too late, but I always try to have seven and a half hours.
1: Okay, that's a total key to success. Well,
0: I'm not sure that is the key to success. And if you ask my wife, she would say that I'm up far too late, but uh, it works for me.
1: Not everything is going super smooth this year. So it's a little bit of a setback, probably. Um, how, how did you handle that? How, is there any advice you can give me or the audience how to go through times when they're not totally perfect and you're not winning all over the place?
0: We've been very fortunate to win eight consecutive world championship titles, which hasn't been done in any other sport. But we knew that one day it's going to be more difficult. And this is exactly what happened. And it's an interesting life experience because we talked so much about leadership and how to handle pressure. And we knew that this moment is going to come. And interestingly, we stuck to our values. Obviously, we had difficult moments. There is a lot of pressure. Was it always a smooth ride between us? It wasn't. But I think the tough love discussions is something that we have always anticipated because we have in the, within the team the same objectives. We just want to win again and come back on, on to the right path. And this is what we're doing at the moment. And I hope one day I will be looking back and say this year was super important for our continuous development and necessary.
1: And what do you, how, how did it? Like your job is sometimes you're the principal of a school. So you need to handle the class, the drivers, the yeah, teachers and everything. So did that change after when you're not winning? I think
0: in our organization, there is no such thing as kids. We're all on the same level. Each of us plays in their position. We're not a group of five-year-olds that um, run after the ball playing football, but we let the ball run between us. And I have a strictly assigned position. I know what I have to do. Like the drivers know what they have to do and the engineers and marketing and communications, finance and legal. And this is the strength of the team that we're not staring at the abyss and saying, what can we do each of us for engineering? No, it's the engineers who do this. And I just try to provide guidance.
1: And is it still because one of the most impressive things about you personally in my life was that you trust people's opinions and their quality maybe in each chapter of everything i've never seen and met anybody who was that trustworthy maybe thomas tuchel the coach of his chelsea coach right now he's the same he trusts different opinions it's easy to trust people if you're winning are you still trusting each and like every segment of it or did that change this year i
0: think if i wouldn't trust the person that is within my organization it is my fault then i have failed to hire the right person or. Develop the person, uh, set up an organization where people can actually bring their a game. So I need to then start with myself and say, where did I fail if I were not to trust a person anymore? And generally, it is the same team that won in cons- consecutive world championship titles. But obviously, we're we're just people. We have we got the same motivation and energy levels, the same hunger. And I'm convinced that each and every person that is responsible today or has a responsible position in the team is doing the best possible job. And I have faith.
1: Sounds absolutely like that's going to come back the win positions. Let's talk about watches. So I'm wearing an IWC Mojave Big Pilot Top Gun Edition on my wrist over here. How do you like that?
0: I find it quite cool because it is a little bit military style, desert. Yeah. It looks robust. I mean, you know, I'm a fan of these watches
1: yeah it's yeah, very good and you have on your wrist as we speak the big pilot perpetual calendar i think the name is total wolf x mercedes amg Petronas formula one team is that the right word for it
0: yes first of all i need to say that we have had a great relationship with iwc for a long time and we're lucky that we could have had an input in, a, in the creative process of the various watches. I got a fantastic watch last year when I got more excited in the race. I got a watch that could
1: sustain 20 Gs and that was necessary. <laughs> that, that they really changed after you hit, like, I've seen you on TV. So you hit the desk when you got mad, which is, which is good that you hit the desk and not something else. But IWC called you after that and said, we may need to change the watch on your wrist.
0: Yeah, it was quite funny because uh, Chris Granger, who runs IWC, we, are, we have established a really close relationship and he said, there's, I have something that you need. And I said, what is it? And he said, it's a watch that c- can sustain your tantrums. It's a watch <laughs> that can sustain 20,000 Gs. And I got a big pilot's uh, watch shock absorber XPL in our green racing colors. And I'm so thankful I've been wearing it all along and uh, it hasn't got any scratch, nor is it being damaged.
1: Yeah, because it, it can it, it, it's good with your temper but coming back to the watch you have on your wrist right now it's a perpetual calendar first of all how does it feel to have a perpetual calendar named after you like that's that's your signature it has your name on it that's kind of that's an achievement
0: it's funky isn't it yeah i mean i'm a fan of the top gun watches anyway and of the perpetual calendar it's big watches i'm i'm tall and big and yeah. that needs a big watch but then we started to discuss how would i design a watch and christened the creative departments were very open and this is where where we came up with the um, uh, Toto wolf edition and it's a massive watch it has the luminous green but more intense than on ad- any other watch so in the night you almost have like a green vault green color so you're gonna be the cool guy in the club if you step
1: in in the club You're going to be seen right
0: yeah absolutely (laughs) i spoke to my 20 year old son and said wouldn't that be cool to have a volt green watch in the club and he said that's exactly what we need and uh, i i love the watch
1: and what about the the band it's a metal it's is it all serotonin just
0: yes the band is a serotonin band it makes the the watch look even more massive Uh, so for for strong people it needs to be it needs to look strong and resistant Mm -hmm. But there is also conventional strap uh, that uh, I like too. But obviously, the, the big one, the real one, is the one with the serotonin band.
1: It's very nice. And I have good news because one of those watches, it's only 50 pieces, it's going to be an auction. And first of all, I want to talk about where the proceeds go because they go to Ignite, which is something Lewis and you did start, right? So can you tell me a little bit about Ignite?
0: Yeah, so it's 100 watches, actually. And I think that is really a strong sign of the partnership that we had with IWC that we are doing this together. All watches have been sold out. So this is the last possibility of of getting the Toto Wolf edition. And Louis and I and the team have set up a charity program that's called Ignite, okay. where we are trying to fund and support careers in motorsport for underprivileged children from a diverse background. And we have funded the charity with a couple of million pounds. Okay. And uh, now the proceeds of this watch are going to go in there.
1: That's very, very cool. I'm going to bid on it because like, if that's the only way to get one, I'm going to, but I'll, I'll see how, how far, how high the bids are going to go. I, there's a little bit of red stuff on that watch as well. Like what's, what's the crown is red or or the, the lower part of the crown is red. Do I see that right? Can you explain that to me?
0: Yeah. First so why? Of-
1: I did you change teams? What, what happened there? Like
0: red? No, I think this is one was part of the design feature that we discussed with Chris, my best friend, closest ally and brother, brother in crime was Nicky Lauda and Nicky Lauda passed away in 2019. And, um, I miss him dearly. The team misses him. And I wanted to have an homage to Nikki, who was known because of his red cap by having a red circle around the crown. And it's a feature that you don't see at first sight. But when you know you're wearing the watch, you have a little bit of Nicky Lauder on the watch too.
1: So you're kind of like, if you're changing the time within time zones, which you probably do a lot, then you get a little hint, Nikki says hello, which is kind of nice. I really like that. Because you, you only see it if you screw the crown out to set the time and set the date.
0: Exactly. And this is what I would wish for the lucky 100 people that, that bought the watch or got the watch, that when they adjust the time that they think about about lauda
1: very very good i could talk for hours but our time is limited over here so i have one question one last question if you could have stopped time at one moment in your first 50 years of that chapter of the book uh, the first 50 chapters what would that moment be like if you say okay i want to stop at one moment for a little bit so enjoy it a little bit more it's a little bit what was the best moment so far the best
0: there's not one best moment but i think there's best moments with my family where i'm feel true happiness and i can start to enjoy that not being restlessness like i was when i was young and there is moments racing because i feel a strong bond with every team member and when we win together this is a fantastic feeling
1: thank you very much for your time, my dear friend Toto. Um, for those who want to get one of the 100 big pilots perpetual calendar Toto Wolf X Patronas AMG Mercedes uh, Formula One, I did get the wrong uh, name, but uh, you know the, the watch. You will- got it wrong. Yeah,
0: it is called Mercedes AMG. Petronas, Formula One team. But it Very also smart. took me a few years to get it right, so to, that's okay. <laughs> I
1: have some time. So the proceeds go to Ignite, but you can auction it online at Bonhams. That's the place where the watch will be auctioned. Good luck with that. I'm going to see how it goes and it ends on July 7th. That's the end of it. So uh, I think this podcast comes out at the July 1st. So you have seven days if you want to uh, bid for it and it goes to a good cause to Ignite, which is an initiative you should really support and it's a great thing
0: yeah i hope the bids are going to go high up because it's a uh, it's for charity and if not paul you and i need to step in and yeah. uh, be part of the bidding
1: we will i will i will some bit for sure i don't get a watch like that that's my only chance to get hands on that one
0: well then let's go for it yeah. and whoever buys the watch i think we can also give him a nice little letter signed and approved
1: absolutely perfect thank you very much and enjoy thank you paul